Hey football fans, Cowboys fans. What an interesting week of football. Good for the Cowboys. We did get a win. Uh, last night and even today, I was talking to some friends that were asking me about the podcast. I was like, it's going to be an angry one. I just, I feel it. I'm so, I'm still so frustrated. And the lack of offensive performance, um, um, it, it's going to be a frustrating podcast. But then I thought about it a little more and I think in the spirit of the holidays it might be time to point out some good things the one thing I will have to touch on is Mike McCarthy and that clock management um but besides that I at the end of today waking up this morning the Cowboys are the second seed in the entire NFC the only team that has a better record than the Cowboys is the Green Bay Packers. We have, with the way that our offense has been playing these past few weeks, which has not been great, we still have the second best record in the NFL at 10-4. and The Arizona Cardinals lost yesterday, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost last night to the Saints. So, just to give you a little bit of an idea, that catapults us into the second seed in the NFC. And if we win out and Green Bay loses a game, we would actually catapult into the number one seed and get that first round by um, because it breaks down into your conference record. And we only have one loss in the NFC conference as a whole. So if we won out, that that one loss would still remain, whereas Green Bay has a couple losses in the NFC. So that is really promising waking up this morning with the way that our offense has been playing. And seeing that was a very big positive for the Cowboys and for me. Um, You know, I think this defense hasn't even found itself yet actually because there's still so much room for improvement and yet they're playing like a number one defense like if there was a conversation right now on who's the best defense in the NFL you'd probably have the Saints Cowboys and possibly the Chiefs defense right now you'd have those three in the discussion of who's probably playing the best defense along with the Packers for the most part so that's really promising for us. Um, we're able to generate a lot of pressure against quarterbacks, which then allows our playmaker and Trayvon Diggs and our safeties to make plays for interceptions. So that's huge. Trayvon Diggs had his 10th interception yesterday, which le- which means he's only one away from the all-time uh, record for the Cowboys, which is 11. So... He is just a ball hawk this year. Now, last week I talked about Tony Pollard being out possibly for the rest of the season. I have never been so happy to be wrong. (laughs) He came back in the game yesterday, actually only missed one week of football. And he... That he immediately had that burst. He immediately had that impact on the game. It allowed things to open up. 
in the passing game, which still needs a lot of work, and Dak still needs to work on those fundamentals. But also receivers were dropping the ball yesterday. Like, it, it's not all... It's not a I need to be better. It's a we need to be better, right? As a whole unit. Um, Dak needs to be more accurate. And the receivers, when the ball hits them in the hands, they need to come down with that ball. There's a huge pass to CeeDee Lamb that would have been like a 40-yard gain. And CeeDee just dropped it. It hit him right in the hands, and he, he just dropped it. And he had a few more of those throughout the game. Amari Cooper only had two catches for eight yards yesterday. Like, that... Your, your three big receivers, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, and Amari Cooper, there should never be a day where they combine only have 90 yards. That should never happen. Um, so that needs to get cleaned up. But we had three road games. We went on the road against, in a row, we went in the road against the Saints, then Washington, and then the Giants. We went 3-0 and in those road games. We're 3-0 and in December. November was terrible. I remember saying November not to remember. And here we go in December. And we play Washington next week at home. Very winnable. I'll give my prediction at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned for that. And Kellen Moore, our offensive coordinator, needs to start calling those fun plays again the first six weeks of this season or seven weeks excuse me it looked like they were having fun out there like the play calling the designs the the trickery like all this stuff it looked like they were having so much fun and then it's like these past five weeks they've been playing scared they've been playing very conservative And it's like, take some deep shots down the field. Like, let your receivers make some plays. Dak, put it on them, and let's see if they can make those plays. Have some trickery. Like, have some fun with it. It doesn't look like they're having fun out there. It's like they're stiff, and they're nervous, and it it doesn't look the same. It's like two completely different teams and yet they're still second in the in the whole division. Like that that to me blows my mind. And our Achilles heel is our head coach, Mike McCarthy. I'm going to describe the final 25 seconds of the first half. So our defense got a takeaway. They had four total yesterday, um, which is the third game in a row. They've had four or more takeaways. Outstanding. So our defense had a takeaway. We had about a minute to get down the field. And we were doing it. We were passing it, running it, calling our timeouts, taking taking our time, getting down the field. So Dak Prescott throws the ball to Dalton Schultz, who's a tight end. And we get it on the eight-yard line with 16 seconds left to go. And we have one timeout left. Explain to me why our head coach... You see, If you watch the game, you see Dak Prescott. He's, like, confused, like, waiting to call a timeout. Like, why hasn't my coach already called a timeout? When there's 16 seconds left in the game and you're on the eight-yard line of the opposing team, you call your final timeout. You get one or two shots into the end zone to potentially come away with a touchdown. 
And then if not, you still should have about three, two or three seconds left on the clock and you kick the field goal. At, at worst case scenario. But not our coach. No, no. Our coach wants to sit there and watch 16 seconds or 14 because he calls a timeout with two seconds left. Watch 14 seconds just tick off of the clock and then call a timeout to, to kick a field goal. You know you're going to have a chance to kick the field goal anyway. Call your final timeout. Give your offense who has all this momentum, who just scored a touchdown, then your defense got a turnover, and then your offense was marching it down the field very nicely. It was a beautiful drive. Let your offense keep that momentum and try for a touchdown. You have those red zone plays. You have at least two or three plays you feel that any given team, any given defense you play that against, you're going to get a touchdown. Every team has at least two or three of those. Go, give it your best shot. The Giants defense isn't even at full strength. They're playing with second and third string players. And you have all of your starting lineup out there. Let your playmakers make plays. Call a timeout. This is something I have been so frustrated with since the beginning of the season. If you go back to my first podcast, I talked about this and Mike McCarthy's time management and how it will. I said, I remember saying, I said, mark my words, this will cost us a game, whether it be later in the season or in the playoffs. It didn't cost us a game against the Giants because they're just that bad of a football team. No offense to Giants fans. But if you do that against the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Green Bay Packers, the Rams, the Cardinals, and you settle for a field goal when there's the potential. It's not even like it was fourth down and you, you just needed to get points. Like It was first and goal. You had a few attempts. And if you settle for field goals, you're going to lose games. He needs to learn when to take timeouts, how to take timeouts, and let your playmakers make plays. So this is something I'm very frustrated with, and it's something that's very easy to fix. It's like he gets overwhelmed on the sideline. Like he sees like, oh my God, I, I need to make a big decision. I, I don't know what to do. Uh, and then all of a sudden it's too late and you miss your opportunity. So that needs to be fixed, and it's very easy and very simple. And even the players were like, what is going on? Why isn't a timeout called? And finally Dak calls a timeout with two seconds left, and I was like, well... We almost missed the opportunity to even kick a field goal. So that's my rant on Mike McCarthy. I'm sure I'll have plenty more uh, through the last three weeks and into the playoffs. So we play Washington next week. We play them Sunday night, the day after Christmas. And my prediction is I believe the Cowboys will win. 30, they haven't scored 30 points since Thanksgiving when they played the Raiders and lost. They scored 33 points. I think that the offense is going to bounce back against this game. Dak is due for a bounce back game. He's been playing not very well these past few weeks, and eventually he's going to snap out of it. He always does. I trust that with him. And I think this is where he snaps out of it. I think that the Cowboys win 30-17. to 17 against the Washington football team to tie up the division 
and put a bow on it. And congratulations, Cowboys, you win the NFC East because as long as we win next week, that is what we have to look forward to. We wrap it up, we put a bow on it, and we win the NFC East next Sunday night with a win against Washington. So 30-17 to 17 is my prediction for the Cowboys next weekend. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas, and I'll talk to you guys next Monday.